Hi there. This is Pastor Gabriel Gregory of Praises Christian Center Incorporated. Contact us via our email at info at praiseschristiancenter.org. I'll say it one more time. Info at praiseschristiancenter.org. And join us on a Sunday service online on YouTube. Praises Christian Center Incorporated on YouTube. Just go to YouTube. Search Praises Christian Center Incorporated on YouTube. 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be looking forward to seeing you and worshiping God with us and learning from his word. God bless you all. Thank you for being one of the audience of our podcast. God bless you. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for your mercy, for your kindness, for your love. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the spirit of your word. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom at work in us, guiding us, leading us, doing in us that which you talk about. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We are grateful, Father. We are grateful, we are grateful, we are grateful for you are giving us all things according to your riches in Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Thank you for the precious name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for giving us that name, that name that has authority over the heavens and the earth. And even under the earth and over the whole world, oh God, we thank you. The Bible says that God that's highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, of things in the earth, and of things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Lord, we give you praise. We honor you, O God. We worship you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Oh, our seal of promise. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for your spirit, O God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Father, we worship you. Lord, we bless your holy name. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to God. Oh, glory be to the name of the Lord. Lift up your hands whatever right now and just worship Him. Lift up your holy hands and thank Him. Give Him worship. Speak unto Him. Talk to the Lord right now. Talk to the Lord by yourself right now. Lift up your holy hands. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, glory, glory, hallelujah to your name. Lord, we worship you. We worship you. We adore your name. We magnify your presence, oh God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you for his ministry, for the ministry of your spirit and of your word in our lives. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. Lena sota kabaladi vashati kablakuska talavhasha balafrodo Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, we worship and adore your name. 
Oh glorious God, we worship you. Oh Lina Nikasutalabahakashate. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Amen, amen. Blessings and glory. Wisdom, thanksgiving. And honor, power and might be unto the Lord forever and ever. Amen. 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 Blessings and glory. Wisdom, thanksgiving, and honor, power and might be unto the Lord forever and ever. Amen, 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 amen. Blessings and glory, glory, Lord, wisdom, thanksgiving, and honor, power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. Power and might, power and might, oh, be unto the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Power and might, power and might, we worship you, Lord Jesus. Be unto the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Power and might, power and might, be unto the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Power and might, power and might, oh, belong to the Lord. Forever and ever. Amen. Allah tuga shiga solada. Lerado shagiga sole. Nagirado shaligo sabarano. Higa so jaliga suna Hikrolali siga tu maniga la da shadali. Haga shadigo sada. Hino so kira no jikaza tojo. Aladi krenom likida shade Agasura Hilakona sunawayalata Sugali 
Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Lord, we worship you. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. You know, there is a... It is important to understand and to have an understanding of our calling to worship God. It's a calling upon every believer. It's a, it's a special assignment of every believer to worship God. You must not let other things sing the praise of God more than you. You mustn't. You mustn't. Find times when you will just throw your hands up in the air and say, Lord, I worship you just because you are God and the God and the Lord of my life. Find times to do that because that's our calling. That's our purpose. We were created to give him worship. It is important. You know, God, God is doing something in your home. God is doing something in your home. He's doing something in your home. Yeah, as we were worshiping the Lord, I heard the Lord say that to me. He's doing something in your home. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for your Holy Spirit and for your word. Lord, our hearts and our minds are hoping right now to receive your word with meekness of heart. Receive understanding, revelation of your word. Father, we pray that your spirit will teach us your word as it is in your heart. Thank you, Father. We receive correction, rebuke, instruction, reprove, correction by your word in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Somebody say hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Give the Lord a big hand of praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to God. Once again, I welcome you to today's service. Um, before we continue, you know, if you are, if you have the luxury to do that right now, I want to ask you to do something which um, I'll show you later on, but I want you to have that beside you because uh, uh I'll, I'll tell you later, but if you can get a bottle of water, a bottle of water like um, like bottled water, the one that has not been opened at all, if you have it, fine, but if you don't, that's fine. A bottled water that has not been opened, the seal has not been broken, I want you to have that. Grab that and just put it beside you there. Later on, I will tell you. I will give you further instructions. And if you have another bottle like that that has been opened, the water has been drunk or used, and it's just empty, but with the cover or without the cover, 
keep it together with you there. So I will I will tell you why later on. Praise God. I'll tell you why. Some some people are thinking, oh, is he gonna pray on water? No, I'm not. <laughs> but I'll tell you why. But I can tell you this is what the Lord said I should do. Praise God. And that is gonna minister to you today. It will. So for the past few Sundays now we've been on our series talking about wisdom. And uh you know, this is a topic that is really, really, it will be very tasking to say you have actually finished the topic because you can't. Praise God, you can't. You know, as, as much as I want to conclude the topic, you know, there are things that, you know, by the Spirit of God, I see that um, they are important to your knowledge of the understanding of wisdom. So I'm just going to point out as the spirit of lord the spirit of the lord has led me i'll just point out a few things for you today still talking about wisdom and if you were in our service last week sunday and two sundays um or three sundays ago um you can still watch the messages on our channel on our youtube channel so you can understand deeply so but for today, I'll just continue from where we stopped. Last week, we were able to read, I was able to show you some scriptures by the Spirit of God um, about wisdom and what Jesus said about wisdom and that Jesus Christ is wisdom himself because he called himself wisdom. <laughs> and I showed you from the scriptures. Praise God. And then the upper Sundays, we were able to see from the scriptures also that wisdom is the architect. You know, he created the heavens and the earth. I showed you from the scriptures too. And I said that wisdom formed you, that you are the work of heart, uh, the, the, the work of heart, the work of heart of wisdom. Okay? So, um, however way you look or you think you look, and maybe you are the kind of person who don't have confidence in their body or their body shape uh, and how they look. Uh, I'm trying to be very careful with what I'm about to say. But only when you start seeing with the eyes of God, that's when you, you will know how beautiful that you are. The Bible says that everything God made, God looked at it and said, it is beautiful. <laughs> uh, David said, he said, I am wonderfully and beautifully made. Beautifully and wonderfully made. So everything that God made is beautiful. So you are beautiful. So don't judge yourself by, you are the work of heart of the Holy Spirit, of the wisdom of God. Wisdom formed you. It designed you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, um, there's something I want to, I would like to show you from the book of James as the continuation from last week's Sunday. Book of James, chapter number three. You know, I was able to show you from the scriptures also that there are three kinds of wisdom. And I said this wisdom is the 
Greek word Sophia. S-O-P-H-I-A. Sophia. That's the Greek word. And um, it means, it could mean a low wisdom or high wisdom. So it's, Sophia is in different kinds. And I told you the different kinds. There is the Sophia of God. That's the wisdom of God. There is the Sophia of man. That's the wisdom of man. And there's the Sophia of the world. And I said the Sophia of the world is synonymous to the Sophia of the devil. That means the wisdom of the devil. So, but what we are talking about is the wisdom of God. That's the Sophia of God. Praise the Lord. So I showed you from, uh, I think, 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. We were able to point that out. But there's something I want to point out to you about the Sophia of the devil and of the world. The Sophia of man and of the world and of the devil. I just want to show you so that you will, you will have that information in your, um, in your arsenal. Praise God. James chapter number 3, I want to read from verse number 13. Are you there? James, book of James, chapter number 3, verse number 13. It says, Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? He's asking, Who among you is wise? He says, Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. He said, This is how you show that you are wise. When he used, here he used the word conversation. Oh, it says, let him show out of a good conversation his works. It's not talking about when you talk to people, when you're having a conversation. No, it's talking, the word conversation there simply means your manner of life. So it's, it's saying, let's, 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 uh, let's replace the word conversation there with manner of life. So it reads, let him show out of a good manner of life his works with meekness of wisdom. So that's how we know that you are wise. Is by your manner of life, how you live your life. The principles that guides the affairs of your life. Are you following me? The principles, the ideologies that guide or guard the affairs of your life. The basics of the affairs of your life. He says, when you show that, he says, you show that, you show, you show that you are wise. It works with meekness of wisdom. That's not where we're going, but I'm, I'm going to read that same verse in another, in, in another translation so that you can have a full understanding of what, you know, King James could be, well, we'll, 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 we'll go through it, but let's keep reading. Still in King James Version. He says, but if ye, verse 14 now, but if ye have bitter envy, you know, it's always striking at the, at this conjunction that he used here, bitter envy, not just bitter. Bitter alone is, is, is too much just to be bitter. You know, most of the sickness that people have today is out of bitterness. Many don't know. Science, science, <laughs> even science are trying to prove that because they see that it's right. One of the things that causes cancer is bitterness. The bitterness of heart is cancerous, but you don't know. Say this guy has come again. Let's keep reading. Verse 4. So, verse 14, I mean. James chapter 3, verse 14. He says, But if ye have bitter envy, eh? bitter and then heavy. Ah. <laughs> just, just imagine the destruction. 
You're not just bitter, but it's a it's a it's it's a it's a bitterness with envy. Kai. And strife in your hearts. Let's read again. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, he says, glory not and lie not against the truth. In other words, he says, don't deceive yourself. He says, don't deceive yourself. When you have bitter envying and strife in your heart, he says, don't, don't rejoice. And think you, you know, you are, he said, don't deceive yourself. Verse 15 says, this wisdom. So he calls bitter envying and strife in your heart. Something that stems from a kind of wisdom. Are you following this? Verse 15 says, This wisdom descended not from above. Uh -huh. But is earthly. Listen to this. It says, but is earthly. Sensual. Ooh, the third one. Devilish. I want you to see the words that he used. He says, this kind of wisdom. The wisdom that brings forth bitter envy and strife in the heart. He says, this kind of wisdom doesn't descend from above. Hallelujah. In other words, it's not God kind of wisdom. It's not the wisdom of God. It's not from heaven. But it's earthly. The wisdom of this world. It's sensual. The wisdom of man. And it's devilish. Did you see that? It classifies those... See, anywhere you can find bitterness, envying, and the strife of heart, you will find every other evil works. Let, let's keep reading. You, you, uh, let's, let's, let's just keep reading. You will see it right there. I didn't form that. I'm not trying to give you a special word. I said, mm, no, it's the scriptures. Verse 16. It says, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Did you see that? Did you see that? Verse 16 says that. So every kind of evil work you could ever think of in this life is residence in those three things. Wherever you can spot uh, uh, um, strife, you can spot envy. He said you can find anything that is evil. Even the devil resides there. Did you, did you hear that? He says, well, this is a kind of, this thing stems from a kind of wisdom. He said, that kind of wisdom is earthly. It's sensual. Senses. It's of the senses. Wisdom of man. Have you heard some people talk? You wonder where they get the, 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 the. He said, it's devilish. Another translation says it's, it's a demon. <laughs> it says it's like a demon. That's what another translation says. Verse 17 now. James chapter 3 verse 17. Are you still there? It says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure. That's the wisdom of God. He said it's from above. Remember, remember that he's saying or using the tense as from above doesn't mean that, uh, uh, you know, literally it's like it comes down from heaven and we function in it. No. You, the Bible says that you are from above. Jesus said it, Jesus explained that in John chapter 3. When you read it, when he was talking, having that conversation with um, um, Nicodemus. 
He was asked, what does it mean to be born again? To be born again simply means to be born from above. Kai. So a Christian is one who came from heaven. <laughs> uh, dear Lord Jesus. So now he's saying that this wisdom, you are functioning in it also because you are from above. So don't, don't see it as something that is far from you. No, 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 no. It is where you are. As a child of God, you are born again. It means you are from above. It means born from above. You came from heaven. Your origin is in God. See <laughs> Kaparadeja. He said, this is the wisdom that you function in. And see, he says that wisdom is first pure. Then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Verse 18 says, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Did you see what he says about the wisdom of God? That's the one you have. So for as long as you function as a child of God, you are a child of God and you try to function in the wisdom of man, in the wisdom of this world. You are opening doors to demons in your life. Don't, you don't accept everything you hear. Don't live by, by, by the notions and the, and, the, and the ideas of the world. No, you can't. Because you don't know where that idea is coming from. See, let me tell you something. You can study this in, your, in, the, in the Bible. You see it at several times it happened. But let me pick this particular scenario that happened in the book of Acts. Or maybe I should talk about when it happened to, to our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ entered a city of 20 cities. A city, that's what it's called. Decapolis. And when Jesus landed on, on, um, on the shores of that city, the Bible says that there was this guy possessed of the devil. He ran towards Jesus and began to proclaim the lordship of Jesus. It was basically a demon speaking out of this man. This man was demon-possessed. The Bible says he had a legion of demons in him. The demons were speaking out the lordship of Jesus Christ. They called him the son of God. They knew. But Jesus shut those demons up. Why? Because when they... Hey, yeah, yeah. Even though what the devil or what the, what the, 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 the demon in that boy, the demons in that guy was saying were facts. For the fact that he's coming from the mouth of a devil or of, the, of, 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 of a demon, it is contaminated. And one of the ways the devil make mockery of the only things is he talks about it. At another time, apostle, an apostle of Jesus Christ in the Bible, he was preaching. But there was this demon-possessed lady that was following them all around and started calling them servants of, 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 of God, you know, proclaiming who they truly are. 
The Bible says that Paul shut her up and commanded the devil to come out of her, uh, to come out of her. Why? Because it's not about what that demon is saying. It's for the fact that that demon is speaking it. It contaminates it. So when the world says something, for example, let me just use this as, as, a, as an illustration. If a secular musician who has no love for God in his, in his or her heart, who is full of evil, now all of a sudden, without being born again, because he loves the tune or he has heard the tune of a worship song that you would use and worship God and the Spirit of God will move and start singing it. That is not acceptable to God. Why? Because of the way it's coming from, the origin of it. Do, do you understand what I'm saying here? What I'm basically saying is you cannot, being a child of God, entertain the ideologies and the species and the words of the world. We have only one origin, and that origin is the origin of the word. I wanted you to see that. Did you, did you, did you understand that? This, is the, this wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. Don't strive to be like other people. You don't know what they are doing. You don't know what their life is made of. You don't know the origin of their life. Don't. I will quickly read that scripture in the, in the Passion Translation of the Bible. Are you there with me? Are you tired? No, you can't be tired. You just woke up. It's morning. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, glory to God. I'm going to read from verse 13 in the Passion Translation of the Bible. If you don't have the TPT translation, just, just listen to me, okay? You, you, will, you, will, you will grab it. Verse 13 says, if you consider yourself to be wise and one who understands the ways of God, he says, advertise it with a beautiful, fruitful life guided by wisdom's gentleness. Did you see that? Way of life, manner of life. Like I said, he says, advertise it. He said, if you claim to be wise, he said, advertise it with a beautiful, fruitful life guided by wisdom's gentleness. Ooh, I love this translation. It says, never brag or boast about what you've done. And you'll prove that you are truly wise. It says, don't brag about what you've done. Hiya. I don't like to talk about what I did. I don't like. I don't, I, I don't like it. I feel like what I do, whatever good I do, it's only between me and God. Not even between me and the person that I did it for. No. Because by the time when you are doing something good and the person you are doing it for is in that equation, is in that equation, is in your equation, you, you will get it wrong. It will contaminate your good. 
But whenever you do something good, see it as it's between you and God. Period. Not even the person you are doing it for. Oh, Jesus gave a wonderful illustration. He says, your right hand should not know what your left hand has done. Your left hand should not know what your right hand has done. To tell you, look at that, think about, th just think deep about that illustration. How deep that is. How can your left hand not know what your right hand has done? That's how secretive it should be when you do something good. Don't brag about it. Don't talk about it. Those are the ones that nobody else sees. But God, who sees all things, because that's how he shows to you that he's God. You think nobody saw it, but he saw it. And that's what he will reward. When you talk about the good that you do, according to the scriptures, you have gotten 95% of your reward for what you have done. 95% you have gotten it, even if not 99%. Your reward now comes with the honor that you get because you bragged about it, because you spoke about it. Are you, are you, are you following this? We're still talking about wisdom. Verse 14 now, TPT. He says, but if there is bitter jealousy or competition hiding in your heart, bitter jealousy or competition, hiding in your heart, then don't deny it and try to compensate for it by boasting and being phony. Verse 15. For that has nothing to do with God's heavenly wisdom, but can, be, but can best be described. Hey, Pata. He says, but can best be described as the wisdom of this world. Did you hear that? He said it can be... <laughs> uh, let's read it again. I think I'm too fast. Verse number 14, again says, But if there is bitter jealousy or competition hiding in your heart, then don't deny it and try to compensate for it by boasting and being phony. Verse 15, For that has nothing to do with God's heavenly wisdom, but can best be described as the wisdom of this world, both selfish and devilish. Did you see that? It says the wisdom of this world, is both selfish and devilish. I love the way he puts it. He says, so wherever jealousy and selfishness are uncovered, you will also find many troubles and every kind of meanness. I just wanted to, I just wanted you to see that. That's just about the wisdom of this world. Which is also in conjunction with the wisdom of man. They can relate. <laughs> this is, is selfish and devilish. Selfish. Verse 17 here. In Tipiti, I love this. It says, but the wisdom from above is always pure. Always pure. Filled with peace. Considerate and teachable. In other words, when you are corrected, you take it. Not like, not like we have in our world today. 
not like we, we have in our world today. A lot of people are corrected and they come up and say, oh, they are judging me. No, we are simply correcting you. He says the wisdom of God is teachable. Easy to correct. Ready to be convinced. That's what it means. Willing to yield to others. That's what it means. It's teachable. It's, it says it is filled with love and never displays prejudice or hypocrisy in any form. All right. Let's go back. I showed you something also in 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. I hope you understood that. I just wanted to show you that about the wisdom of this world. How that is devilish. And how that it is, it is bitter envy and strife. And wherever you find those three things, or even one of the, in fact, all those three things go hand in hand. You find that, that is uncovered, you find all kinds of evil things. That's what the Bible says. Did you see it in your Bible? I know you did. I didn't write it. You can check behind your Bible. It's not my name on it. Praise God. All right. I said, go to First Corinthians chapter number two. There's something I want to also point out here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you following me? First Corinthians chapter number two. We read this last week Sunday, but I want to point out something that you need. Because not only are we talking about this so that you can know what the wisdom and what the wisdom of God is, but so that most importantly, you can function in wisdom. Did you hear that? Because from, from now on, you should be able to function and begin to live in wisdom. Your life should be guided and guarded by wisdom. That's the essence of this message. That even you function in it consciously and unconsciously. You do things and you realize, oh, that was the wisdom of God. You understand what I'm saying? That's exactly the purpose of this teaching. So th there are some things I want to point out. Verse number six. We talked about, about this last week, uh, last week, Sunday. Or let's start from verse 4 so that you can see one or two things. It says, I say, First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter number 2, verse number 4. It says, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. In the demonstration of, of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Verse 6. Is what I want you to see. It says, how be it, we speak wisdom. Stop right there. It says, we speak wisdom. And I explained all that to you last week. If you're, if you're in this service and you were not in service last week, Sunday, you can, after this, this message, you can go back to the message and listen to it and watch it. It says, we speak wisdom. We, who are the we? Do you know who the we are? It is you and I. As long as you are born again, you have received the Lord Jesus as the Lord of your life, full of the Holy Spirit. 
He said, you speak wisdom. What does that mean? So, so wisdom is spoken. So wisdom has a voice. He says, we speak wisdom. How can you speak wisdom? You cannot speak what you don't know. A carpenter cannot speak like a doctor. A carpenter will speak as a carpenter because that's what he went to study. A doctor will speak from the standpoint of a medical doctor because that's his profession. So when the Bible says that we speak wisdom, it lets you know that we have wisdom. And our voice or our voices are the voice of wisdom. Your voice and my voice. Your speech. Like Paul said, he said, I did not come to you in my own speech. Not the speech of man, not the words of man. Not the words, the enticing words of man's wisdom. No, 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 no. I didn't come to show you how articulate I am. But I came to speak, to demonstrate the wisdom of God. He said in the spirit and in the power of God. That's how to demonstrate the wisdom. But now he's saying that we speak. We speak. We speak. What is he talking about? When God speaks... All the words of God are compartmental into one to be called the wisdom of God. Whatever God says is wisdom. <laughs> I showed you last week how Jesus said, he says, wisdom said. And then later on he said, I said, the same thing he said, wisdom said. Jesus said, he is saying now. In other words, he referred to himself as wisdom. And if you read your Bible in John chapter number 1 verse 1, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Verse 3 of that John chapter 1 says, all things were made by him. He says, without him was Anything made, he said, was nothing made that was, he said, well, anything that was made, everything that was made, was made by the word of God. And I showed you, Sundays ago, I said, wisdom said he created everything. And yet the Bible says, all things were made by the word of God. Are you following this? And in verse 14, verse 13 and 14 of that John chapter 1, it says that word that created all things. He said there was nothing made that was made. All things that were made or that are made were made by wisdom. Were made by the word of God. And in verse number 13 and 14, it says, and that wisdom became flesh. Now talking about Jesus. 
So what he's basically telling you is that the word of God is number one, the wisdom of God. The word of God is Jesus Christ becoming flesh. He is wisdom himself because he said he created all things and wisdom introduced himself as the creator of <laughs> so then coming to you how do you speak wisdom speaking wisdom simply means speaking the word of god speaking wisdom simply means you speaking the word of god you are speaking ah Ah, you are speaking as God. <laughs> ah, follow me on this. I want you to get this. So when you are speaking as a child of God, you are, it's not Gabriel talking now. It's not Brother Joseph talking now. It's not Sister Cynthia speaking now. That's why you have to be careful how you what you say, what comes out of your mouth. But you can only say and speak the words that you have imbibed. A child that just started cursing, that just started speaking wrong words, he must have heard it somewhere. So what have you, what have you deposited in your spirit? So when that sister, when that brother, who is a child of God, speaks, the Bible says, according to the scriptures, you are speaking, is God talking. Not Sister Cynthia talking. Now God is talking. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah. He says we speak wisdom. Let me show you something in the book of Hebrews. I hope you will you will grab this. Ah, the gazagaga. I hope you will get this. Book of Hebrews. Very quickly. Ah, where's my Hebrews right now? Mm. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I said, book, book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter number 13. Why do you send a child to school? Why do you why, why would you send your child? Why would you school your child? Because you want them to think right, talk right. You know, the Bible describes a Christian who is immature as someone who doesn't know how to talk right. <laughs> uh, that's, how, that's how the Bible describes a baby. Nepios is the Greek word. Nepios. Someone who doesn't know how to talk right. They talk anyhow. Do you know what it means when the Bible says you don't know how to talk right as a child of God? It means you are still speaking the wisdom of this world. You are not speaking the wisdom of God. You have not given yourself to what God has given you. The Bible called so, such people, he called them nepios, babies in Christ. There's no, such people, you don't know the difference between them and those who are not born again. Because they speak alike. 
Wisdom is what separates you. I said Hebrews, Hebrews chapter number 13. A child of God is created to speak exactly what God has said. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you. Hebrews chapter number 13. Ah. It says we speak wisdom. Don't forget that. That's what we're talking about. The wisdom of God. We speak wisdom. But now he's talking about we speak it. Because I want to show you how to speak wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Wisdom. Um, I said the big book of Hebrews, chapter number thirteen. Wisdom is talking. We want to hear wisdom? Uh, Hebrews chapter number thirteen, verse number five. Are you there? Hebrews chapter number thirteen, verse number five says, "Let your conversation." That's the same term again. We 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 broke down in James chapter number number three, verse thirteen. Conversation means manner of life, your way of life. It says, let your way of life be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. Now listen to this. It says, for he had said, who had said? For he had said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. He's saying that God has said, he will never leave you, nor forsake you. Verse 6. He says, so that we may boldly say, <laughs> the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Now, I want us to, I want us to, we are going to remain there because I want you to understand what is going on here. This is deep. Now, he says, let your conversation be without conversiousness and be content with such things as you have. He said, for he had said, God has said. Now, listen to what God said. Now, what God said, is it the same thing to what, we, what he now says? God said, he says, I will not leave you. God is talking to you. He says, I will not leave you nor forsake thee. All right? And then he says, so that we may boldly say. That means whatever God says is so that we can say something. Ah, ah. When God is talking, that's when you pick your, you know, when you carry your Bible and you study your Bible, you are hearing God talk. He's talking to you. Not so that you can say exactly what he said. But the word of God that you are studying will give you a mentality, will give you a speech, will orchestrate your word, will fabricate your word. Hey, katala mande hasata. Ah, I need to hold myself in. Something is happening. He says, for he had said, he said, for he had said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, <laughs> the Lord is my hey, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. He says, What God says, He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Now, because of what God has told me, I cannot go out and say, I don't I, 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 I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid what you can do unto me. <laughs> because in my closet, I have seen God told me, He says, He's, He will never leave me nor forsake me. Do, do, do you understand that? So that's how we speak the wisdom of God. We say, Katele Mandaga. He said, We speak the wisdom of God in an esoteric language, a language that is meant for the initiated, for a select few. If you are not initiated, you cannot talk like that. I told you, I, I showed you that last week, Sunday. He says, For he had said, so that I may boldly say, What is God saying? What has he said to you? So his words. Now become the foundation 
and 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 the formation of your words. Do you get that? That's how you speak wisdom. What has God said concerning you in the word? In the scriptures, what is this? What is God's idea about you? Those are the things that form your words. Did God, maybe you are a child of God. You went to the doctor because you are having some kind of pain or some kind of feeling. And the doctor says, sorry, I'm, 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 I'm sorry to tell you. But madam or sir, you have cancer. Did God tell you that you have cancer? I don't care what you drank. I do not care what you ate. I don't care what you have been to or where you are coming from. Did God tell you that you have cancer? The Bible says, this is the wisdom of God. God said, he said, they that dwell in Zion shall not say, I am sick. <laughs> so what is the wisdom of God that you are going to say? No, sir. I don't have cancer. I refuse to have. No, 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 no. You need, you, need more, you need to study more wisdom. What has God said concerning you? He says, by his stripes, you are healed. Now, this is wisdom coming to you. This is God talking to you. You are studying the scriptures now to see what God said concerning this situation. The doctor said you have cancer. But the Bible says, he says, by his stripes, you are healed. The Bible says, he was wounded for your, hey, Isaiah chapter number 53. He says, you, he was wounded for your transgression. He says, the chastisement of your peace was upon him. He says, with his stripes, he says, you were healed. He says, you read, you, you, you're still studying. You are gathering the wisdom of God. What has God said? Romans chapter number 8 verse 11. He says, if that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. He says, that same spirit shall also give life. Vitalize, quicken your mortal body. Ha! That same spirit. Now because of those, because of those scriptures, you have seen it. You have heard it. God has told you. God is telling this what I'm saying concerning you. Now you can face cancer and say in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the spirit of the son of God. There is no cancer in my body. Where is it coming from? You keep studying the word. The word says that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancer is not in my body. I'm the temple of God. Cancer cannot stay where God is staying. This is the abode of the Holy Ghost. It's only meant for God. You see what I'm saying? Now you're speaking wisdom based on what God has said to you. He says we speak wisdom. And that's why when you speak like this, people think you're crazy. The Bible says, it says God uses the foolish things of this world to confound the, the wise. He says, he says the wisdom of God. He says, ah, yeah. He says the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. <laughs> Do you understand that? This is how we speak wisdom. He says, how be it? We speak wisdom. We speak. We speak. Speaking wisdom is saying what God has said. Homologia. Saying the same thing in contents. You are saying the same content that God has said. You are, you are lucky. This is not claiming what God has said. No, you are not claiming. 
You are not claiming. What you are doing is you are showing forth. You are saying this is what you have. You are making affirmation. You are agreeing with what God has said. This is who you are. Against all odds. Somebody told you. They said, sorry, your business is dead. Oh, no. You look them right in the eye. My business is alive and it is running well. And in fact, we are opening branches in some other states. What do you think people will say? They say, this man is crazy. He's broke. But you have just spoken the wisdom of God. He says, we speak wisdom. No wonder David said. No wonder David said so. He says, we speak. He says, we believe and therefore speak. David understood these things. There's a place of speaking. He says, we believe and therefore speak. We don't speak to believe. <laughs> That's what many Christians do. I receive my healing. I'm strong and healthy. I'm strong and healthy. They are still feeling the pain. <laughs> I'm strong. I'm strong and healthy. Ah, this pain oh, it will not kill me. It will not kill me. I'm strong and healthy. Oh, no. They are still trying to believe it. When you believe something, no matter what is being shown in front of you, no matter the pain that you are feeling, you laugh. <laughs> because, see, how else can I explain this to you? You believe and therefore you speak. This is for he had said, so that we may boldly say, oh, we, we have very, very short time. I wish I can stay just right there. But there are so many things I want to show you. Because, you know, you might be, you might be swindled. You know, nowadays we've got to be careful about the word of God. I don't want you to be swindled into the deception that you have to pray to God to give you wisdom. Let's, let's go through it. Ephesians chapter number, book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter number one. Ah, oh boy. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ephesians chapter number one. I told you before, you have this wisdom. It's yours. It's your possession. You speak wisdom. Be careful what you say. Don't, don't copy the, the, way of the, 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 the way the people of the world talk. No, 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 no. You belong to another kingdom. The kingdom that cannot be seen with ordinary eyes. You know, I was studying earlier on. Early this morning, early hours of the morning. And, and the Lord began to tell me. He said, do you know that there are different kinds of angels? Do you know that there are, there are angels who are with you? Every, every child of God. That come to take details of what you are doing. There are also angels. That because they want to know God, they are looking at you. <laughs> let me not go there. Because somebody is... is let me just show it right there. I said Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. <laughs> Some people cannot take that one. Mm. Ephesians chapter number seventeen, uh, chapter number 1 verse 17. Oh boy. 
Now, Paul is praying here. Mm. Well, let's start from verse 15. Ephesians chapter number 1, verse 15. He says, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. Now, Paul was writing to this Ephesian church, and he was, uh, and he was um, recounting the fact that you know, he's grateful to God that, you know, of their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's been praying a prayer of thanksgiving for them. That he never forgets praying. And also he prays for them. That is verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. Now he says he's praying for this Ephesian church. That God will give them the spirit of wisdom. Was it because they don't have the spirit of wisdom? Yet they are Christians. Does that mean that they don't have wisdom? That will break it down. You know, you know, you know, I got you. <laughs> Are you there? No, that's not what Paul was saying. Because when you study the, when you, when you pay attention to the Pauline revelation, you will know that that's not what Paul was saying. You cannot just read that scripture and say, oh, so, ah, oh Lord, I pray that you give me wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, give me, turn it to song. In fact, make a rap out of it. It's a waste of time. Because you cannot pray to God to give you wisdom. We read and I showed you last week. That was God's original plan. He said wisdom was created for our own glory. Ha! Ah, you need to watch last week's Sunday service message. I showed you from the scripture. See, wisdom was created for our own glory. So we cannot be praying to God. Paul cannot tell us that. And then be praying to God that God should give us wisdom. When this thing was designed for our own glory. No, that was not what, what Paul was talking about. The word that was used there, give, is from the Greek word didomi. Didomi. D-I-D-O-M-I. And didomi doesn't just mean like you give me something. I'm asking and you give me something. Several words that didomi represents is adventure. Number The first one is adventure. In other words, he's praying that these guys will go on an adventure of wisdom. Hiya. Uh, you know, as I, as, I was, as, I was, as I was putting this down, the Lord gave me a perfect explanation. Another word that can be used is grant. In fact, other translations of the Bible use the word in verse number 70. It says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant unto you the spirit of wisdom. He used the word grant. Alright? And let me tell you what that means. That simply means I told you the spirit of God gave me an illustration. He said the government says they are giving some kind of grant to a certain people. He says that you qualify for the grant doesn't mean that you will get the grant. Is somebody listening? Although you have everything that you require to be a partaker of the grant, unless you apply, you cannot take advantage of the grant. Even though you qualify. <laughs> Are you listening to me? 
Unless you apply for the grant, you cannot take advantage of the grant. Even though you qualify. So the Holy Ghost used that as an illustration to me. He said, he said, he said, you've got to apply to take advantage of the grant. What does that mean? What does that mean? There is a part you play in the receiving and the acceptance of wisdom. That is what Paul was talking about. That you'll be open to the adventures of wisdom. That you allow wisdom. That you have something. There are Christians who, who, who have God in them. But it's not showing. Does it mean that they don't have God? Do they now have to begin to pray that they will have God? Another illustration that the Holy Ghost gave me. Or another example. He said, he said to me, Philippians chapter number 3 verse 10. I'll quickly re read that to you so that you'll see what I'm talking about. Now we're trying to study the righteous of Paul. This is how you study. Philippians chapter number 3 verse 10. We are just using this as an example. Now Paul is also, what he's saying here is like a prayer. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. Very quickly. He says that I may know him and the power of his, resurrec of, of his resurrection. Now for Paul to be praying or to be saying words like this. Does it mean that Paul doesn't know Christ? Answer me. No. Paul knows Christ. But he's still praying that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. What is he talking about? He's talking about another dimension of the knowing. If you read that scripture in another, uh, in I think Amplified Translation, it talks about your fellowship of the knowledge. <sighs> Such knowledge of Christ, of him, that you are in fellowship with, that you become a participator. It's another level of knowledge. So when, God, when, when, when Paul was praying to the Ephesian church in chapter 1 verse 17, he wasn't telling them to, uh, he wasn't praying for them that God would give them wisdom. No, he was praying to God for them that they would begin to see that they have wisdom and embark on an adventure of wisdom. In other words, begin to relate with wisdom. They'll begin to have the experience of wisdom. Ah. You know, I said, I said the word there, give is didomi. And didomi is, is, is uh, you, can, you can use another word, impartation. Impartation. You can function in something, but when you have the impartation of that thing, you will function more in it. Do you understand what I'm saying? For example, you can have something and not possess it. A house, your father could leave you a house. He's dead, but then he left you a house. And the lawyers have the document. And you have not gone to claim the house and sign the document that is with the lawyer so that you can take charge of the house. Is the house yours? Yes. Are you taking advantage of what the father has le left you in the house? No. But even although it's yours, you still have to go to the lawyer and say, yes, you accept and you sign. I am receiving this thing that my father has left me. That's exactly what Paul was talking about. 
You possess what belongs to you. You catalambano. You receive it. Oh yeah, that's the word. You receive it. You take it. God says, God has given you wisdom, but it's ask his praying that they will take wisdom. They will anes. They will collect. They will seize it. They will seize wisdom and embark on an an experiential adventure of wisdom. That's what Paul was praying about. So why did I show you that? I showed you that so that you can understand if this prayer was good enough for the Ephesian church, it's still good today for you. So when you pray, you pray like Paul, a prayer of thanksgiving. Say, Lord, I thank you. For you have given me wisdom. And I decree and declare in the name of Jesus. I function in wisdom. Ha. Yeah, yeah. Do you get that now? Oh, it's not over. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. Oh, glory to God. Are you receiving this? Colossians chapter number one. Book of Colossians. Colossians chapter number one. Oh boy. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Colossians chapter one, verse number nine. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I've got the wisdom of God in me. Oh boy. As a, as, as a teenager, I got a hold of this so quickly. And I will walk on the street. I will pray and I will speak these words. I never pray and ask God for wisdom. But I will say, I've got the wisdom of God in me. And I will study the word of God. And the more I study the word of God, I noticed that my wisdom began. Hey, Those that knew me of my age then, they, 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 there are common words that I, I hear them say to me. Not that you are handsome. Oh, not that you are a nice guy. No, no, they tell me you are so wise. That's what I hear people say to me. Why? Because the wisdom of God. I, 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 I didn't pray for it. I know I have it. I just, I just say, thank you, Father, for giving me your wisdom. I function in wisdom. Oh, wisdom is my life. I live in wisdom. Everything I do, my decision, wisdom controls my mind. The wisdom of God controls my mind. It controls my thoughts. You see what I'm saying? The, I, I, I was speaking with a Kaligo Sabaha. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. Oh, boy. He says, for this cause, we also, since the day we heard, we heard it. Do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. This is under prayer that Paul prayed. He said that they might be filled. This is for the Colossian church. The church at Colossae. He, say, he says that they might be filled with the spirit of wisdom in all yeah, The spirit of knowledge in all wisdom and spiritual in all wisdom. In, in all wisdom, in all wisdom, in all wisdom, what does that mean? In all wisdom, in all wisdom, in all wisdom, ah, the Bible talks about the manifold, the many sided wisdom of God. You have that, God gave that to you, the many sided wisdom of God. Ah, do you know? And this was what I said the Holy Ghost was telling me earlier on when I, when I was studying this. He said to me, he said, my wisdom none can find. He said, the angels seek to understand me by understanding my wisdom. He said, and that's why I created mankind. So that mankind will be the expression of my wisdom. Those who receive Jesus Christ as Lord of their life. Angels are studying you to understand how God is. Ah, do you know that? The many-sided wisdom of God. 
And why? Why is it that all those prayers that he's praying, it's not just praying that God will give them wisdom. He's saying that the Spirit of God will give, that, that God will give, grant them, give them wisdom. The Spirit of wisdom in the knowledge of Him. In other words, to know Christ, to know Jesus. Our other transition says to know Jesus as He is. See, brothers and sisters, this is where you begin to get it. When you give your heart to Christ, you might, maybe you heard a message and then you decided to give your heart to Christ. And you give your heart to Christ. Now you are born again. Jesus is alive in you. God is living in you. That doesn't mean that you know him. It doesn't mean you know him. So that makes you understand what Ephesians 1 verse 17 was saying. How Paul was praying. He was praying for them that they would begin to understand and know Jesus as he really is, as he is, the fullness of him. Brothers and sisters, if Paul, with what, all he achieved, can still be praying that I may know him, I'm still knowing him. So, but why is that important to know the Lord? Even in Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 that we, that we just read right now, he's still talking about knowing the Lord. The wisdom to know the Lord. Why? Because when you know him, it takes wisdom to know wisdom. Ah, do, do you get that? Now, it takes the wisdom of God to know the wisdom of God. Do you understand that? Remember I told you, Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God made flesh. When you know him, the more you know the Lord, the wiser you become. <laughs> the more you function in the wisdom of God. So the, Paul, Paul understood that. And that was why again and again, he prayed the same prayer for so many churches. See, all the answers you could ever need in your life is in your wisdom of who Christ is, who he really is. You think you know him. Few, few weeks ago, the Lord, the Lord began to show me Another dimension of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I was, I was, in fact, words cannot, cannot describe. And I'm still knowing him. And he is wisdom. Do you understand what I'm saying? So what this guy was praying for them is their wisdom their adventure in their adventure in wisdom to knowing wisdom the the adventure of wisdom to know wisdom do you do you get that wisdom brings you into the revelation and the knowledge of god it brings you into that and your knowledge of God is directly proportional to your life and the expression and the level of the, uh, of the blessings of God for your life. Your knowledge of Christ, your knowledge of God, revealed to you by the spirit of wisdom, is directly proportional to the blessings you will enjoy in your life. Let wisdom be in charge of your mouths. 
Let it be in charge of your mind. Let it be in charge of your words. Let it be in charge. Let wisdom be in charge of your, of your, of your hearts, of your thoughts, of your actions, of your character. Let wisdom guide you. That scripture says, this is teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Uh, apply your heart with, to wisdom. Apply it. That's what he's saying. Apply your heart to wisdom. God has given you wisdom. Everything that God has given us. For example, there are those out there who are not born again. Who don't know Jesus Christ. But did, the, 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 did Jesus Christ died for them? Did he pay for their sin? Emphatically, yes. But until they receive the Lord Jesus Christ, they will not function in him. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Come to the understanding that you have wisdom. That the wisdom of God is yours. And pray with thanksgiving. Father, I thank you. Because you are increasing my knowledge in you. I've got your wisdom at work in me. The wisdom to know you more. The wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom to know you just as you are. Brothers and sisters, this is wisdom. He says we speak wisdom in an esoteric language. He says we speak wisdom in a mystery. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. In a mystery, in a mystery. I showed you last week. People don't have to understand. You don't have to explain yourself when you speak. You know, I, I, I said something sometimes ago about my job. You know, I, I, I got in as a temp. And as at that time, the, the earliest you get hired is eight months or nine months after you've been a temp or of, being, of you being a temp. And I told somebody, I, I, I said to him, in the same class with me, I said, they say it's eight months. But listen to me. In three months, I'll get hired in. <laughs> three months. That was the wisdom of God. Till date, he still doesn't understand how that happened. This past week, we were still talking about it. He said, no, it's a lie. You lied. You know somebody. You know someone in management. I laughed. He still can't understand it. But that's wisdom, my brother. That's wisdom. And you don't have to explain so that they can understand. He says it's a mystery. It will always be a mystery. How can we just say something? Are you God? And it, and it happened. It happened. Who do you think you are? I didn't make myself so. He says we speak wisdom. What are you saying? What are you saying about your life? What are you saying about your child? What are you saying about your business? What are you saying about your body? What is the word coming out of your mouth? What is the wisdom that you are speaking? Is it of the, of the, of the world that is selfish and devilish? Is it of man? Is it of the devil? What wisdom are you speaking forth? What have you surrendered or applied your heart to? What kind of wisdom are you speaking today? What is your wisdom like? Are you speaking the wisdom of God in a mystery, in an esoteric language? Are you speaking the wisdom of God? Oh, hallelujah. Are you speaking God's wisdom? He says, arise and shine. For my light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon me. Arise and shine. Arise and shine. And then you can boldly say, I arise and I shine. I shine in the name of Jesus. You are speaking wisdom. 
Speak wisdom right now. Oh, go ahead and begin to speak wisdom. Speak wisdom about your home. Speak wisdom. Speak the wisdom of God about your life. What are you saying right now? What has the Lord said to you? That you've got to coin out the wisdom of God through that word that God has said to you. Go ahead and speak it right now. Go ahead. Go ahead wherever you are. Speak the wisdom of God. Oh, I'm strong and healthy. I've got the life of God in me. I've got the spirit of the Son of God. The Bible says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am greater. I'm greater. I'm greater than the manipulations of this world. I rise above the economy of this world. I rise above the pain and the poverty in this world. I rise in the name of Jesus Christ. You speak wisdom right now. Go ahead and speak the wisdom of God about that situation. Speak wisdom right now in an esoteric language. And also when you speak in tongues, brothers and sisters, you are speaking wisdom. Go ahead and speak in other tongues right now. Batek over ye. Malekrodos akibahashata. Ligratos akabalevrono jotaya. Makebrona give us so shataya. You speak the wisdom of God. Concerning that situation, maybe it's a pain in your body. You said today, the, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you have no place in my body. You, this pain, it's time for you to go. That's wisdom, brother. That's wisdom, sister. In the name of Jesus, I let you go of my body. Leave me and let me go right now. In the name of Jesus, I am strong and healthy. I refuse to accommodate sickness or pains in my body. In the name of Jesus Christ, speak the wisdom of God. Speak success to your paths. Speak victory to your paths. Speak prosperity to your paths. Speak the wisdom of God. Speak it right now. That's how you speak wisdom. The more you study God's word, you find yourself in the scripture, then you speak it forth. <laughs> you speak it forth. Hallelujah. That's why I tell you, it is too important for you to study God's word. How will you know what your father has said concerning you? How would you know what your father has written concerning you? Since we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. It's a mystery to the world. But we know that the spirit realm that we are relating with, we are giving them codes. We are giving a kataya. We are giving decrees, letter, laws, and demands that they cannot say no to. That's why we have the name of Jesus. When we speak it forth in the name of Jesus, it becomes a law. It becomes a law in your life. Nothing can stop it. That's what the Bible says. It says God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and of things in the earth and of things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You speak wisdom and nothing can stop it. Let me tell you something. Whenever you pray, and speak forth anything. Maybe two months later you didn't see it. Maybe five years later. Let me tell you how it is in the realm of the spirit. Whatever you ask God or you pray about or you speak forth. God heard you and immediately you ask, he did it. He answered immediately. Sometimes... It might take time for you to see, to see it happening. But there is nothing you say that just goes and God does nothing about it. Nothing. 
every prayer you prayed. Even God will give an account to your prayers in the last days. He will show you how he did everything that you spoke. Every word that you said. And that's what the Bible says. That in the last days, he says we will be judged with our words. That's why you've got to be careful what you say. What you say. Because what you say, there's a stamp on it. How much more your prayers? How much more your decree of wisdom? You know, when I tell you, I'm not, I'm not trying to, 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 to belittle you or to make you feel some type of way. When I tell you, there are some things you shouldn't say. There are some words that shouldn't come out, come out of your mouth. There are some music. There are some things that you shouldn't listen to. There are some books you shouldn't read. No, I'm not trying to control your life. But I'm trying to control, to control the, the kind of information that you get. Because it will be disruptive to your success. It will be disruptive to your future. It will destroy you. You can only bring forth what you put in. When you understand wisdoms, as I've showed you, how that some are sensual, some, some, some are selfish, and some are devilish, you be careful. That's why he keeps using those words. Your conversation of life, your, 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 your manner of life, your way of life. Our ways of life is too important. There are some decisions you have to make consciously. Not because it makes you feel good, no. But because you are set on a course that you must follow. You know where you are going. You know where you are coming from. I'm not talking about where you were born or the village that it gave birth to you or who your parents are. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Christ giving birth to you. Coming from above. He says you are born from above. You are born again. That's what it means. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying you, you, you know where you came from. The Bible says being born again, not of the corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible. The seed that gave birth to you is incorruptible. Why are you corrupting yourself with your mouth? Why are you corrupting yourself with the things that you hear, that you allow? And the things that you say. Jesus said, he said, a man is not defiled by the things that he, eat, that he puts into his mouth. He said, you are defiled by the things you say. You are defiled by the things you say. What are you saying? What are you saying? He said, you are defiled by the things you say. That's what the word of God says. Not by what you put in your mouth. Is by what you say. And you know what controls what you say? What you hear. What you see. Those are things that controls your thoughts. And your thoughts will orchestrate your words. Before you know it, you are talking like that. And those are the things that defile you. So you can either defile yourself or make yourself. You can either maim yourself by your words or make yourself great. When I see someone says, Hi, how are you doing? They say, Fine. And if they say to me, How are you? I tell them, I'm doing great. I'm speaking wisdom. It doesn't matter how I feel. 
but I'm doing great. <laughs> so when you see me being great tomorrow, don't hate me. I spoke it. You just say your own. That's life. That's what God has given us. The word will say it and nothing follows it. Not, not, it will not come to pass. But when we say it, we have the name of Jesus. When you say it, it becomes a law. You definitely are great. <laughs> Praise the Lord. This is the spirit of wisdom. This is what wisdom is. And I pray for you today. That as the Lord has opened your heart and your eyes into his wisdom, you will from henceforth begin to function in wisdom mightily. Higher. People will hear the wisdom of God in your words. They will hear and see the wisdom of God in your character. When you show up, the wisdom of God will prove himself through you. You know, the wisdom of God is excellent. I decree in the name of Jesus. Your life is excellent. By the spirit of wisdom, I speak in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Wisdom said, he said, with me is long life and durable riches. He says, durable riches and righteousness. I decree and declare that as your heart has been opened to wisdom, as you know, you have come to realize that wisdom is one of the giftings that God has given you, his own very wisdom, and that is God's own plan, that wisdom should be to your glory right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the wealth of generations are opened unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will enjoy wealth and long life. You will enjoy riches in righteousness in the name of Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, your money is clean. <laughs> in the name of Jesus Christ. Solomon had wisdom. And the Bible lets us know he was rich, he was influential. People were in awe with the way he settles matter and judged matters. By the spirit of wisdom that he asked for. But you are greater than Solomon. Because Solomon never received Christ. Solomon was not born again. So you are greater than Solomon. So I decree everything that wisdom accomplished in the life of Solomon. The Lord right now by his mercies is accomplished in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Wisdom accomplished wealth in Solomon. Wisdom accomplished uh, riches and properties, lands. Wisdom accomplished knowledge in Solomon. Wisdom accomplished influence and the fear of God in Solomon. Wisdom accomplished peace in Solomon. The Bible says that it was the king that he did not fight one war, not one war, all throughout his reign. Which is unusual with the king, with the king of Israel. That one king, you will have peace like never before from henceforth as the because of the presence of wisdom in your life. Wisdom in your home. I decree and declare wisdom takes charge of your home. Wisdom takes charge of your marriage. Wisdom, the wisdom of God takes charge of your heart. It takes charge of everything that you own. It takes charge of your children in the name of Jesus Christ. 
everything that has your name upon it is laid down in the hands of wisdom. Whatever wisdom has been designed by God to do. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Wisdom will begin to do those things in your life speedily and accurately. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. There is someone you've been seeking idea, a creative idea to do something. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom is a creator. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wisdom is, 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 is that spirit of creativity. Right now, wisdom is guiding you. It's opening your heart. Many of you, you wake up with ideas. Sir. You will sleep and open your eyes and ideas will come to you. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom right now. You are creating things. Things that will make you money. Things that will make you influence and affluence. But the spirit of wisdom is released to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Money making ideas, influence making ideas, influence making ideas is re released to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Wisdom. Thank you, Father. And so shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I told you earlier on in the service, very quickly, I said, get a uh, bottle of water. And I said, get one with water I need that is sealed that has, that has not been opened. And I said, if you don't have one, you know, it's okay. Because I will show you. There's something, as I was praying early this morning. This is for someone. As I was praying early this morning, the Lord showed me this thing. I was praying. And the Lord told me, he says, get a bottle of water. He said, I want to show you something. And I got the bottle of water. And the Lord said, I should show you. I should show you in this service. So I'm about to show you what the Lord said to me. Because this is for someone. Now, this is a bottle of water. Sealed. It's not been opened. Alright? And if you have it right in your hand right now, I want you to try this with me. Because this is a prophecy that the Lord re released. And I want you to understand it. Because sometimes, to, for you to take advantage of a prophecy, a prophetic blessing, you have to understand it. To function in it. The Lord said to me, he said, take a bottle of water. He says, now squeeze it. With all your power, with all your strength. If you are watching me right now, go ahead and squeeze it. Go ahead and squeeze that bottle with all the power that you have. What did you notice? What happened? Try all your best. Squeeze it very well. Nothing happened. Did the bottle pop? Did it pop? If it popped, please tell me. You can leave it in the comment. <laughs> yes or no did it pop I know because I tried it myself as the Lord was directing me and the Lord said to me because I tried it I even used my two hands I couldn't pop it then the Lord said to me he said get, get an empty one without a cover he said now squeeze it watch did you see that you see what I did to this bottle? You see that? And the Lord said to me, I hope you listen to me. The Lord said, He said, For as long as my children ask me inside them, this is the water. The water is still inside it, so you cannot squeeze it. You cannot batter this bottle. As long as the water is in it, the Lord said to me, He said, As long as my children ask me in them, He says, Nothing in this life will be able to squeeze you. Did you get that? This is what the Lord said I should tell you. 
Because many of you are worried at this moment. I don't know. But the Lord said I should tell you this message. Say for as many, as long as my children ask me inside them. And the Lord said to me, he said the cover is sealed. And the Bible lets us know that the Holy Spirit is our seal. A seal is, 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 is like a confirmation. A ratifying confirmation. A symbol. That's what the Holy Ghost is. He said, as long as my children has me in them, he says, nothing in this life will be able to squeeze you. Nothing. He said, but when you are, he says, when you are without me, you see what I did to that bottle? He said, that's the, that's the only time. Anything in this world will squeeze you and be able to batter you like that. He said, but as long as I'm inside you, he said, they can try to squeeze you, but you, are, you, will, not, you will not squeeze. <laughs> Neither will you pop. Someone is thinking, but if I exert like a car pressure over the tire on this bottle, and the Lord, because I asked the Lord the same question. I said, Lord, but you know, if I throw this on the floor and drive my car over it, it's going to pop. He said, and I told you in my word, I said, I will not let you go through a temptation that I know that is too big for your strength. <laughs> in other words, you're safe. So whatever you're going through, brothers and sisters, you know what you should do today? celebrate remember what we read for he had said so that we may boldly say so the lord has said right now what are you going to say god bless you praise god